0: And Welcome back to Tiger Talk on this Wednesday night. As always, we're going to start things off with Nevada Lady Tiger and basketball coach Blake Howarth. Lady Tigers, uh, one game in the last week, unfortunately, did not go their way. That was last night when they took on the Seneca Lady Indians and uh, Nevada dropping that contest 44-42. Hard-fought battle, but unfortunately, Nevada comes up short Maya a bucket, certainly doing big damage to their hopes of uh, winning a third straight Big 8 West Division crown. Uh, now with those two losses and uh, now two conference games still to be played against Donald County and Cassville coming up in the month of February. Uh, right now, Nevada getting ready to go into tournament play for the next couple of weeks. But, uh, like, how are this alongside? So, we're going to just we'll touch on uh, the game last night to get it out of the way, and then we'll look ahead to the two tournaments you've got coming up. Forty-four, forty-two loss last night to uh, Seneca, and again, uh, just a kind of really just a tough shooting night for your Lady Tigers. Yeah, and like you said there, Mike,
1: you know, it was a hard-fought game. You know, our girls didn't give up. You know, unfortunately, we just kind of go through our dry spells, and and we uh, went through and had a couple more dry spells than we're used to and and just wasn't able to come out on top. But our girls are competing, and they continue to play hard and bear down on the defensive end. You know, we just, at times, we we literally can't buy a bucket. And so uh, we got to continue to play. And figure that out and you know just continue to try to make our run here uh, towards the end of January and and through February.
0: Consistency is uh, the tough thing to find it seems like right now. It seems like you uh, sometimes you get on these certain numbers you can't get off of them. Last night it was seven in the first quarter, then and then thirty eight in the fourth quarter. It seemed like you were down 39-38 for like five minutes in the fourth quarter last night. Just unable to grab that lead, and uh, I guess consistency is the issue right now. You you have you have these little spurts, but they just don't they just don't sustain.
1: Not only do they not sustain, but it doesn't seem like they stay. You know that momentum stays on our side for very long, or we can you know continuously find that, uh, and. We're young still, and I and I understand. Then, that. and that's where that inconsistency continues to show is with our inexperience and not having the same girls hitting those shots every night. Um, you know, you throw out those numbers seven thirty eight. Uh, the one that sticks out to me is twenty two. We go into half up, yeah. up at twenty. You know, twenty two seventeen. I think it was. And watching film back, we went five minutes again without a field goal. We hit two free throws, which gave us twenty four. But you go five minutes without a, a field goal, mm-hmm. you're you're going to allow teams to continue to hang around and play with us. And and you know, Seneca's good enough that they were able to hang and you know even pull uh, back, but then also take the lead there. And you know, we still continue to struggle uh, making a shot. But our shots aren't bad. It's not like we're throwing up you know bad shots. We're running an offense. We're getting good looks. And, you know, some of our better players, you know, Ty, Ab, Ab, um, you know, Grace, Clara, they're all attacking. And we just, I mean, we just couldn't hit, a, you know, knock down a shot. And and we saw that last night.
0: Yeah, Seneca gave the opportunity in the fourth quarter. They only go two of eight from the free throw line in the fourth quarter of play. So they gave the opportunity. And ultra competitive game. Four ties, nine lead changes. Certainly very competitive. But, again, just three field goals in the fourth quarter. And uh, 0 of two from the free throw line made it tough.
1: Yeah, very. And then, you know, that... In the fourth quarter, we had an opportunity there, and we didn't box out, which gave them a putback and and to kind of extend their lead there and put us in a weird position uh, on the offensive end. So, I mean, just little things like that we need to get better at, so that way, uh, you know, we can still play even if it's you know a, a point or you know tied and during the game. We're not always trying to come back there late. You know, we still we still gave a fighting shot. I mean, Ab hits that one late with I think 19 seconds. Uh, we get a good trap on them, and, you know, we still – we fought to the end, and you can't ask for, you know, anything else from our girls but that.
0: Leah Grojohn had uh, 21 points for Seneca last night with four trays, and she went deep uh, for some of those. Did her length uh, surprise you a little bit?
1: Not really. I mean, we, we've been watching that for the last couple of years. Um, I think it kind of surprised some of the girls maybe guarding just because they haven't had to guard somebody that's able to step out that far. Uh, the one that stands out to me is the one that – the first one that she hit on Clara Swearingen and then Clara said okay wait a second and then she was able to contest and I th- she even you know to end the I think the second quarter there um or maybe the first quarter even she she blocked her shot and so I mean it's just a little bit of adjustment here and there and, and you know once again uh, the ground girl was she's good uh, I mean, against Mack County, she had two four-point plays against them. And so, coming into our game, I knew what she had. Uh, you know, some of our girls knew. I mean, Ty, she's been playing against her for the last several years. Uh, so, I mean, we're, we were aware. That the thing that we can do is – you know, she goes off for 21. We can't allow a couple of the other girls to knock down shots. And, that and, you know, unfortunately that happened against us last night.
0: Yeah, Michaela French comes to mind late, uh, hit the three in the third, and then had a three again in the fourth quarter uh, play. And uh, you mentioned the, the bunny inside on the offensive putback. Uh, Ty Hethman, 11 points, only playing double figures last night. But uh, uh, as we were talking about before going on the air, could have had many more. Tough shooting night for especially in the fourth quarter. Shots, he normally hits that runner pretty routinely, just wouldn't go last night.
1: yeah and that's something that we we actually haven't seen a lot from Ty is that inconsistency I mean she always figures out some point of the game how to score and you know unfortunately uh it happened last night where it just wasn't her night and so you know we we tried to find some other girls to step in uh you know Clara stepped up um Abby Harder stepped up Abby Hethman you know she had to score a couple points for us there but uh, you know clearly that's not going to be good enough for us or you know our program when tie is not hitting and so you know we we need to be able to hold teams down on the defensive end and not allow them to get those shots late and so that way we can take care of the basketball and run out the clock almost in the second half when we have a lead and and not really necessarily play from behind or thinking, okay, we got to score. We can value the basketball and win the time of possession, which then you know we win ball games because we're ahead and we keep that lead.
0: Well, obviously, your team went into the season with uh, very reasonable expectations in uh, the Big Eight Conference West Division, knowing what else was out there, uh, with really out of, without a dominant team out there. And now, oh, and two. Actually, I'm sorry. Now seeing a two and two in the, in the Big Eight West Division. Dropped your last two uh with Lamar last week and and Seneca yesterday so you got one day to prepare for the Friday tournament so at the time we're talking you haven't had practice yet today so how do you pick this team back up mentally uh, headed into a three-day tournament
1: we just need to come in with the right state of mind Uh, I mean we're good like I said our work ethic and how we play the game is there it's the shots so when we come to practice today we we want to look at things that we can improve on within our within ourselves and you know trying to get as much shots as we can in practice and make them as game-like as we possibly can and so that way when we're we're in the game you know we're not completely out of sync or you know we're worried about a girl maybe contesting our shot it, it's catching rhythm you know catching shooting and that's the stuff that we got to get better at and it's something we will focus on uh during practice today
0: well, getting ready for the three-day Frontenac tournament. Uh, the Frontenac shootout Big uh, be tomorrow again. Again, normally an 18 tournament, but uh, because of travel restrictions, uh, the out-of-area teams are just not able to make it this year, so it's turned into a uh, pretty much a local round-robin tournament. Uh, Nevada a little different from the boys' side. Both Nevada girls and boys will play uh, Frontenac and Ford Scott, but where the boys are playing Webb City on Saturday – we don't know who is now playing. On the girls' side, it came out earlier today that the Butler Lady Bears have had to drop out uh, the uh, tournament. And again, at the time, we're recording the program today. We don't know if they have solved that issue or not. So uh, it creates a little interesting dynamic. So uh, if, uh, assuming that they haven't filled the spot uh, by the time you get ready for the tournament tomorrow, uh, are you content with just playing two teams and, and go with it? Well, the
1: two teams that we're going to play against, Absolutely. I mean, Frontenac returned six girls from last year, and we know what they did to us last year in that tournament. Uh, They returned everybody that was on the floor and started for them and that were good. And so that would be a good game for us just because of the experience Frontenac returns. And that's something we need to improve on for ourselves is to go and play an experienced team And continue to find things that we need to get better at so that way you know late in february we're still playing there you know after districts and and carrying on uh the way we want to but then also the fort scott team uh i think they've you know they're up and down but once again still a good team you know they returned some players uh a really good point guard ella beth uh, can do a lot of things. And so that's something else we need to see is, is that point guard. You saw it last night with the John girl against Seneca. I mean, that's something that we need. And so we need to guard and play good players and good teams. And those two teams in the Frontenac tournament, we have an opportunity to do. And so I, absolutely, I'm I'm fine with those two teams and playing against them.
0: night game scheduled for tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. Uh, and then the uh, the Fort Guy uh, game, is scheduled right now for 5:30 on Friday. Boys play first on Friday at 4. Uh, then we'll just have to wait and see what happens for Nevada. Uh, that one o'clock slot right now is open, with Nevada having been scheduled against the the Butler Lady Bears. But uh, again, at the time we're recording, they're still trying to find a replacement for Butler. That's gonna be a very tough chore uh, this late in the game. Uh, trying to find a team that can come play three straight days. Uh, so uh, we'll just have to wait and see what they get figured out. Paul Colton, the AD. I have. Uh, I don't envy him trying to trying to figure out that situation. Also, you should know. For the Frontenac tournament, uh, and we'll again talk about this in the boys segment. Very restricted attendance at Frontenac; only two parents or guardians, or a combination of the two, uh, basically are allowed uh, for each player and coach. And uh, so it's going to be kind of pretty much like the Pittsburgh game, really. Yeah, we know it how is. Dead that was. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, the only thing that that I also read in there—I don't know if you have it on the paper—but they're they're going to take temperatures and check IDs yes, too. Yes, so yes. make sure you're aware that if you're, you know, you are in attendance. You know it'll be caught off guard by it, but um,
0: and bring your mask.
1: Bring your mask, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But and you know we talked about that. Uh, you know when Web's at the when the boys were at Web City about mask and maybe that mm. kind of playing a role in it. I almost felt like that last night against Seneca, and so I mean it just seemed like the energy was was way down. And you know mm-hmm. we gotta. That's something that we gotta improve on too. But you know when you when we have fans show up, we want that support. Uh, don't be shy to, to you know say positive things and encourage our players and
0: uh, help us help us build that energy and that momentum we need to, to keep on our side yeah and when we go into a situation like we're going into Frontenac uh, with as heavy as the restrictions are uh, for them over in Canada statewide, and they had to argue just to get the parents in there mm-hmm. that was not going to be the case it's that way at least until the end of January and then they're going to reevaluate it but I guess we can appreciate really what we're able to do over here in Nevada and and most of the other places we visit.
1: Oh, absolutely! We've been super fortunate and blessed with the opportunities we've had so far to this point. I mean, to play twelve games under the you know these circumstances and and living you know literally one day at a time to figure out you know what's going on. And so uh, we've been very very blessed here in the Missouri part of it and within you know the Nevada programs.
0: Well, another tournament coming up uh, next week for the uh, Lady Tigers and. Again, I hate to keep saying this, but by the time this program airs, we probably have the information as to when Nevada's playing and who they're playing early in the Clinton tournament next week. Uh, but again, at the, of the time we're recording, we that bracket has not been released as of yet. So uh, I'm just going to leave it to Blake to kind of talk about uh, uh, the, the format that you know and the, the possible opposition for next week. It's going it's to start out in, in pool play, kind of like the boys did in the Kaminsky Classic.
1: And so, uh, you know, we're going to get two games for sure, and then they're going to – played the first third uh fifth and seventh place games there so um you know good teams in that one as well we got six uh really good schools uh, you know clinton's in at warrensburg uh smith cotton adrian um who else am i missing here us and lakeland mm-hmm. uh I'll, I'll, and all those schools you know uh have solid records and so another great opportunity for us to go it is monday through friday so no saturday games this year which is kind of strange because clinton's always uh had that in, in the past but uh, just an opportunity for us to get better and go play some more good basketball and, and we're excited for it.
0: Well as soon as that information comes out we'll certainly pass it along as to when Nevada will be playing at Clinton uh, next week. Boys do not play early next week. Uh, Clinton a little more liberal on the attendance restrictions by the way so if you want to uh, make the trip up there uh, you might have that opportunity to do so depending on uh, who in Nevada plays at the uh, Clinton tournament. But we'll get that information out just as soon as it uh, becomes available if we haven't done so already. So as you as you approach these next few games uh blake uh you're going to get a lot of basketball and we know that over the next several days over the next week or so uh so are you hoping that that repetition kind of gets your team in a rhythm
1: i hope so i mean that tough loss we had against lamar i would absolutely love to be able to turn around and play again mm-hmm. and so to have this opportunity you know a tough loss last night against seneca and we get one day and then right into the front neck tournament that's good for us not a lot of time to set and think about it but also For us to go and get better and so we need to focus on ourselves of what we can what we can control and that's our attitude and our work work ethic and it's been good so far so we got to continue to do that and just play and play right the way that we know how and those shots were fall i have no doubt um to continue to play the game and play at the level that we have been those shots are going to come. And so we just got to keep the girls uh, positive and motivated and, and continue to play
0: uh, Lady Tiger basketball, and and we'll be fine. Seems like defensively you're in pretty good shape. Gave up 44 points last night, and most nights you'll take that. Oh, absolutely. And, I
1: mean, you know, 44 points is, is a higher number probably for girls basketball. But, you know, when we've been scoring anywhere from 50 50 to 50 plus we're beating teams and so you know we're we're missing that that target uh the last couple of games and you can see you know we've not came out on top and so uh, a lot of shots could fall and go our way and we'd be fine but we just got to keep shooting you know we can't lose that confidence and okay I've missed a couple of shots and one we continue to shoot with no confidence but then two not shoot and so I mean you know it, you can't miss if you don't shoot. So go ahead and and keep shooting and and we'll find our rhythm and we'll find, you know, what what we need to do to continue to improve and and we'll be fine. I I know that for sure.
0: Yep. Look forward to that as uh, that continues on as uh, we're at the midway point of the season, really uh, 12 games in of what is supposed to be a 25 game schedule, lost a game here or there, but uh, with the COVID, but uh, really kind of at the midway point. So it's the back half of the schedule and you're going, you're a month away from postseason play and, uh, so I guess you really want to start racking up those wins to give you as much footing as you can for that seed meeting.
1: Yeah, I mean, districts is it's going to be a little different just because the you know the higher seed is going to host, which you know we want that and we have the the capability and the possibility of hosting a game, and so we just got to continue to play, uh, focus on one game out of one game at a time, and you know not look too far ahead, but we 're good, we just got to keep playing and playing the right way, like you said our our defense is there. Our shots are going to fall, and so
0: we 'll live one game at a time and go from there and see you know what happens. yeah, it looks like Carl Junction's in the process of nailing down that uh, one seed, uh, so it 's a battle between Harrisonville and Webb City between for two, three, and four so we'll we 'll see how it comes out, but uh, again that 's a month from now. We'll look forward to seeing you the at the Frontenac Tournament over the next, uh, well, at least two days, if not three. <laughs> and uh, then we'll come back and uh, see you at Clinton next week. So best of luck over these two tournaments, and we'll uh, see you back here next Wednesday night.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Mike.
0: Available Lady Tigerhead Basketball Coach Blake Howard. When we come back, it'll be boys basketball. Tigerhead Coach Sean Gray out of this timeout on Tiger Talk.